What is up, everybody? Let's get this thing going. Trey's going to join me here in a second. Mind Trey, if he's called off guard, then I already started live. But I see we've got some people waiting. I wanted to get this thing going. I did not want to keep you guys waiting any. Whoo! Deep breaths, deep breaths by everybody. Um, just one time, hit me with a deep, hit me with a deep breath in the chat if you are watching us on YouTube. If you are listening to this on the on the bench podcast feed, um, thank you. And make sure you get over to YouTube, get subscribed, and everything. My man Brett is in the chat. What's up, Brett? Love you, man. Whew. Wow, what a football game um that's why you watch football right that that is uh that's why you show up and turn and and turn these games on that's why if you've ever played football those are the those are the moments you played football for baby um gonna try to keep this as pg as possible because we are a kid-friendly podcast even though we get a little wild or as the kids would say we get a little turnt here on the uh on the youtube channel from time to time but man what a freaking game um yeah that was incredible i'm gonna give you i'm gonna give you some minus thoughts here in a little bit but at first you know for right now i just need to you know one the old heart's pumping the heart's beating that was a hell of a finish um all right i'm good now trey's gonna be here in a second he's he's getting everything fired up kev was at the stadium Brendan was at the stadium. Chris was obviously there. Zach, Brett are in the comments. Um, we're hoping to get Kev in. We're hoping to get Kev in here. Uh, he's going to try to sneak sneak somewhere so he can in the stadium so he can get his he can get his thoughts in here. Trey is jumping on right now, I'm letting the boys giving the boys that this. I know this is not great podcasting for YouTube or for uh, for the pod. I apologize, Trey. We are live already. Get in here. Open. I'm not sure you got any audio. I can't tell. Come on. No, you have no audio. Get your audio straight, brother. Get it right. It's the same shit I use every show. What? Got no audio from me, brother. <sighs> oh, man. Might be because I'm muted. Nope, it's because I'm muted because I'm a big dumb idiot because I am so excited. What? Hello? Hello there. Oh, you missed the fucking. <laughs> What's up, boys? All right, I need to mark that because I'm gonna have to go in and edit that f bomb now. Yeah, yeah, nice try, dude. Um, all right. <laughs> Kev's gonna to do this in a second. Kev wants to get his thoughts in here. If he can find a place to get some Wi-Fi in in Nolans, he's gonna do that. Um, but Trey, Adam, let's just normally, you know you, normally you are host extraordinaire right now. I am hosting your ass. How do you feel? <sighs> host me, Adam. I am euphoric. <laughs> it was a physical game, an absolutely physical game where in my opinion, Florida state looked like the better team, not in every single phase, but it for the entirety of the actual contest, like that, that was a comfortable Florida state victory that got dragged out at the end by some epic tomfoolery. And then my God, Adam, 
and the twist of all twists, who's the hero? Florida State special teams. Think about what these teams have been over the past couple years. And my God, like the look of like you could see every ounce of Brian Kelly's soul getting stripped from his droopy dog cartoon oh. Hanna-Barbera face. My it God, dude, nobody deserves it more than us. And my Lord, am I basking in it? <laughs> yeah. So, all right. So, so we're going to get into this here. And again, Kev's going to join us in a couple of minutes. He, he's got a, a short window. He wants to get in and give his thoughts. Uh, sure. Amazing win. 24-23. Knowles win on the night. Um, so let, let's start in the beginning. Really, I, I thought it was a tale of two football games. Uh, it was pre-Mason Smith getting injured and then post-Mason Smith getting injured. Uh, That's on fair, really a yeah. foolish play. Hopefully he's okay. Didn't look great. Non-contact injury. You know, don't want to see him be out for a long time. But no, um, no. He, he was eaten early. And then he went out. And Florida State really kind of found a rhythm. Um, I thought the offense was in control. I thought the offensive was was really in control once he went out, and I'm not to say, and that's not to say they weren't going to find success um, with him in the game, but I didn't feel like they were going to be able to just really control the football game the way they did. Methodical long drives over and over. when is the last time we saw that at Florida State? It's been forever. It, um, it you, you make a good point because what I thought that really popped out to me was the consistency of the like drive to drive success rate, like a, a four here, 12 here, five yeah. here. They really put the drives together and in kind of uncharacteristic Florida state fashion, the end zone, like the red zone was kind of the issue. But until then, like, dude, I, they were putting drives together. I thought they looked great. Oh, come here. Look at you. Look at the man. The Look at my legend. bourbon street superstar. My God. He looks like he may have had three to four sips of beer and he looks like a trillion dollars. <laughs> Kevin, how are you? Yeah, can you guys hear me? Yep. Yes, yeah, you have Earthlink AOL you... internet level right now, but I love it. Right. I'll be quick to boot Kevin. Yeah, I'm on, the, I'm on the stadium Wi-Fi. Dude, you look great, bro. Give, yeah, give, sorry. give us yeah. your thoughts. Yeah, I thought they, they played a solid game. The game plan was excellent. You saw Mike Norvell outcoach Brian Kelly with a new squad. Um, if you guys can't hear me, that's I'm sorry about that. But uh, Sound I great, Kevin. The coaching was excellent. I thought the coaching was excellent. I thought Jordan Travis showed exactly who he is. Any doubters for Jordan Travis uh, should kind of sit down after tonight. Um, uh, I don't have a problem with the pitch play call. It worked excellent earlier in the game. Uh, I think the refs made it harder for you throughout the game. Um, but all in all, I think what we should take from this is growing. Uh, they were able to get a team that, has, that is bigger on the trenches on both sides. Um, and I thought that this was this was a showcase in the kind of play caller that Mike Novell and Adam Fuller are. And so uh, that's, that's my main takeaway from this game. Thanks for letting me hop on. I'm going to hop off. Uh, nice seeing you guys. Love you, Kevin. Get a shark Love attack you, and go to Harris, baby. Always bet on black. Passenger 57. <laughs> I thought he had it. He thought he said something interesting there that I'm going to, I'm going to retort. I hated the pitch play. Hated. Uh, it. I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of in the middle. It, no, to you me, never, it, you no, never no, put the I ball in the air on the goal line. 
It's you don't run power on the goal line. You don't put the ball in the air on the goal line. You don't like pulling people. You don't like the ball being out there that things can happen. I'm not saying it's an unforgivable or an unforgivable sin, but it was not necessary. They were going to let you walk in there. Even if you don't score, if you run two more plays, the game's over. Uh, it was really a foolish, foolish play there. I thought I didn't like the decision. I'm sure, I'm sure that uh, Coach Norvell would would come back and say, look, it did work earlier in the game, just like Kev talked about. I'm trusting my guys to be focused in that situation. But ultimately, I think you can just turn around and hand the ball off there and you're going to score. Because they're they're they had they had given up. LSU had quit. They were going to let you walk in. Um, I thought that that was an unforced error. On a night of unforced errors for the Knowles. Don't be negative. Don't be negative. I'm not trying to be. I'm not trying to be. You better better make this quick. Make it quick. 24-23. I'm going to turn this positive. I thought you could have won this 41-23. Agreed. Um, You know, missed field goal. Thought they had two drop touchdowns in the game. Uh, I thought they had a chance to really, I don't want to say blow them out, but blow them out. Um, So (laughs) I like that, though. I like that. That gets me excited. It gets me excited that uh, this team, you saw the growth. They, A, they oh, finished. They went out and they sure. finished the game. They finished. They were really dominant throughout the game. LSU couldn't find anything until the very end when they started hitting, th- throwing quick hitters. They started to realize they couldn't block this front. Um, they could not no. block Jared Verse. Holy hell, that is a man. That's a grown man right there, dude. Grown man. You're telling me multiple times throughout the night it was it was so apparent that the Jared Verse is exactly what we thought we had when we yeah. saw like the Sean Tucker running down from Albany play and so much more, dude. Like it wasn't just all speed rushes to the outside. The kid is way more versatile than I thought. Very so powerful. Mm-hmm. Made Will Campbell his like his prison shower lover multiple times. <laughs> like it, it was ridiculous, man. And he looked good. Of course, the interior was fantastic. Tatum Bethune was just, they, they were, they were, everybody was flying around at him. Akeem Dent on Kayshawn. Kayshawn Butte did not have his first catch until the like five minutes left in the mm-hmm. fourth quarter. Yeah. That's, that's psychotic, man. This Florida state effort was, although it was a one point game, Florida State was 100% the more complete team. Now there 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 were some things obviously two muff punts on the on the special team side for LSU. Uh, obviously those aren't things that you can you can account for in like total team quality, but I was very impressed with Jared Verse. I thought Treshawn Ward, I I mentioned it multiple times. Multiple times through the like that guy soft hands, elite vision cuz LSU's defense um, they're much better than they were last year. I thought mm-hmm. like that that's a good team full of very yeah. elite athletes. Absolutely. And Florida state consistently strung drives together with inconsistent wide receiver play. I will say that Johnny Wilson, Micah Pittman, Ontario, Wilson, pokey. Like there were some plays that, we, I mean, we left some points on the field, but they made some plays too. And that was the exact opposite of last year. They made no plays and left all mm-hmm. the points on the field. I'm very encouraged by the total team effort of this Florida State team. And I think the drive that really encapsulated it. After um, LSU scored on the two back-to-back defensive penalties, 
the drive that Florida State put together to like completely cap and silence the crowd, it did not feel like a UNC win in 2020 where they got off to like a huge, like they got off to a huge lead and just like rode the coattails and like barely survived. Like they were in control the whole game. Now the toss play that you don't like, I'm kind of 50, 50 on it because it, it wasn't like a true toss. It was like a, tr- like a toss dive, like, like an LSU used to run back in the day. Right. Yeah. Um, I, I but they I, ran, they the ran the air. yeah, I, I get it. I get what you mean, man. Like you, you could probably just like sneak Jordan Travis four times, kick the field goal and the game's over. So yeah, yeah. I get it, that. It, it was really effective though on the first time they ran it, but it was, I, I don't want to, I don't want to dwell on that too much. I thought that no, the I total team effort was so good. <sighs> I, I didn't. They I can do some damage in this conference, man. They really can, I think. I, re- yeah, I, I think really so do. Too. I, I tend to agree with you. I didn't. I, I, I think that a, a point of contention is going to be the defense there at the very end um, on the last drive. I actually thought they managed that situation really well. The refs screwed it up. One of many scropes by them on the night. Um, I mean, that kid was clearly down in bounds. I don't know how they missed that with the guy standing right there. <laughs> and it took 45 minutes that, to review it. That game's over. That game is over. Um, he should have never scored a touchdown to have to get the block extra point. All right. So I want to shout a couple guys out here. Um, we, we talked Jared verse already, uh, two guys I thought had a big time night. I'm going to do this one for my boy, Brendan Wyatt Rector. Oh, absolutely. Special teams extraordinaire. You got to give the kids some love, right? I mean, he, he was all over the field special teams wise. And Adam, how about the like the Kevin Garnett level trash talk to make the Perkins kid punch him in the face? Like clearly, like White Rector knows, dude. He knows his yeah. role, and I love it. He's like a little, he's like a little like mayonnaise Pat Beverly. It rules. Like it's absolutely fantastic. So let's. What did you think? Like overall, we're obviously because we're in the afterglow. We're basking in such a beautiful win. What did you think about um, the game plan overall of Mike Norvell offensively and defensively? Like, what what did you see? Obviously, we're going to jump into it more on the triple option. But, like, what did you see? How did they limit, like, LSU's receivers as much as they did? Was it more Adam Fuller and Florida State limiting Jaden Daniels? Or is it Jaden Daniels' limitations as a quarterback? Because for better or worse, LSU's offense tonight was Jaden Daniels and nothing else. Mm-hmm. And I kind of feel like that was the game plan from Adam Fuller and company. Yeah, yeah. So first off, somebody asked uh, if there's been any eyes on Hakeem Williams. I don't know if you can oh, make that out. Chop, oh, looks great, baby. Choppy, choppy. There, what's up, man? He looks like he's having game. a lot of fun. There's the man of the game right there himself. Uh, shout out to Coach Shue. Love you, brother. So, so um, yeah, so, so the game plan. I thought the game plan defensively was – really pretty sound or pretty solid. I mean, they were going to, they were going to let them run. They were going to let them run around. They were going to let Jaden Daniels run around. I mean, they have some, they had a spy on him some, but uh, they played a lot of nickel, which is what they do. Mm-hmm. They played a ton of dime in the second half and almost dared them to just run the football. Um, it was, I thought it was really square peg round hole for, uh, for LSU though. I don't understand yeah, why that's they a good didn't point. get to tempo until late in the game. They tried to force this down the field passing attack, and I get it. You coming into the game, there was a lot. Of- and Adam's gone. Yes, I do agree. I don't I have no idea if I'm still going live right now. Adam was the administrator of this chat. However. 
I, I don't. I, I'm with Adam. Oh, you're back. I was gonna uh, say my, do- I, my dog. My dog climbed your up. Your dog did what? Into my mouse and turned the turned the stream yard off. This is great. This is a great effort tonight. Absolutely. Well, guess what, dude? Welcome to an instant reaction. But no, I totally, I, I, I totally agree with you. They didn't really call the game for Jaden Daniels. Like they just they called what they wanted, and I feel like Jaden Daniels adjusted. I mean, the kid has. The kid is talented but has flaws, but I don't yeah. feel like the game was called at all with his strengths in mind. Um, oh, sorry. This is a, it's a big dog <laughs> athletic shirt. I'm sorry, boys. I've been moving into a new house because <laughs> the 24-7 instant reaction never sleeps. It, it was interesting, though. I thought that they really tried to force something, Jaden, to be something that he wasn't. No, he looked uncomfortable. Had, and really, they forced that offensive line to be something that they weren't. Um I don't, I don't quite understand why they thought that, uh, you know, some of those guys were going to, going to hold up. I don't know if they didn't have respect for Florida state, if they didn't have respect for Florida state's DBs. That's a fair point. Um, you know, that might be part of it too. And it also is game one. I mean, they're working out what those guys are, but credit, credit to the front. First off, McClendon didn't have the stat sheet, but I thought it was disruptive. Absolutely. Um, D-line, D-line, it was the interior of the D-line was a little disappointing to me early, and then they really turned it on, and I thought they kind of took the middle of the game over. Um, but Jared Versailles, I mean, we talked about him once. He was a man. He was a bully. The secondary really held up well until the very end when they were kind of content giving some underneath stuff. Right, um, right. More schematic stuff. Uh, yeah, they answered a lot of questions. Duke Cooper, he didn't play a ton. Greedy Vance came in, played. Uh, I mean, we saw a lot of rotation in the secondary. I thought they really answered the bell. You've got to tip your cap to that secondary. Those were guys that, I mean, people were fearful of. They were afraid of what that group was going to be. Um, and they showed up. I mean, they really kind of stymied that LSU passing attack for the night. The whole game. And I will, I, I, I want your opinion on it, Adam, because you have a more trained eye than I. Um, the defensive kind of versatility. I thought we brought a lot of different pressure packages. Mm-hmm. Like there was a lot of things going on. This was definitely more akin to the Adam Fuller that you and I analyzed yeah. in 2019. First, what we've seen at Florida state the past two years, I thought he called a really, really good game. Yeah. I, yes, I thought he did too. He, he was aggressive. He was aggressive early. He, I thought he brought a ton of pressure, got Daniels uncomfortable early, kind of got him moving his eyes and moving his feet. And I think that that, got him off of um, some throws and it, yeah. helped, it helped the secondary out. And then I thought he got conservative later, maybe a little too conservative, but he still dialed it up when he needed to. They started throwing the ball so quick there at the end that um, it, it was, it was, it's tough. You bring pressure. You're at, you're asking a lot of a one-on-one situation. So I, I really thought he called a great game. Um, yeah. We'll give, we'll give uh Randy, Randy Shannon some shout here too. He is yeah, absolutely. coordinator. This is Adam Fuller's defense all the way, but he and Randy work really well together. I know oh, that the interesting I know the Randy Shannon. I know the Randy, <laughs> I know the Randy Shannon. Um I know that the Randy Shannon uh hire Get was it out, one, brother. <laughs> was it was one I'm trying to be very kind here. I know, I know you the are, Randy man. Shannon hire was one that was frowned upon by some. Uh, but I think the uh the the way those two work together, uh, being Randy Shannon and Adam Fuller, I think it works well. I think you're right. And well, like, obviously the recruiting thing is something that's 9 million miles away from my head as we beat LSU in Louisiana. You can call Mike Norvell, Thomas Jefferson, because he owns Louisiana right now. That was Louisiana (laughs) purchase 2022. Can we give a Um, shout out to no fans? 
That place was rocking with no fans at night. Oh my god, I had like twenty five people that were there that told me every single FSU bar they went to was just a garden and gold debauchery. If you guys yeah. are there, chef's kiss, dude. Yeah. You rattled them. They Absolutely. had no idea what to do. The etouffee people think they're the best fans in the entire world, and when Tallahassee shows up, they cower and they crap in their uh, garnet and purple or their little yellow and gold purple like mm-hmm. striped like pajamas. It was fantastic. I love you. You guys did the deed and you drank more like more hand grenades were executed in this than any war in the Pacific Theater in WW2. It was absolutely fantastic. <laughs> in, in, they, they I, I was job. I was shouting out I was shouting out two guys earlier before I got cut off by my dog. Mm, the second rude. guy I want to shout out with and again, and this is another shout out to to uh, Brendan Sinone. Do you like guys that can snap? Because how about Maurice Smith? In his first game action of the year, the difference in the talent at centers for LSU and FSU was actually pretty damn evident. It was and, noticeable in my opinion. I agree. And it's it's funny because even with Mason Smith out, I didn't notice a lot of disruption in the interior. So I think you have to give a you have to give a big credit to Murray Smith. Like I come back a very tough situation, played an extremely solid game. Jason Turnatine getting his first start at right tackle, a guy with effort and consistency issues. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he was like thirty seven yards upfield on that one play, but he held up well against a very talented. They, they all did, man. They gave Jordan Travis enough time to operate. And like Kev said, man, of course he's going to point it out. Jordan Travis had a really, really good game. Yeah. A really, really solid game, especially when you consider some of the situations that he was put in, mm-hmm. making the right decision, using his athletic ability. Like this, this is a Jordan Travis that can win Florida State a lot of games. So as we, we're kind of like transitioning the conversation to the offensive side of the football. What did you think of the offensive game plan? I thought a lot of formational diversity, a lot of play calling diversity, a trick play here and there, but the play calling looks a lot different this year than it did last year. Adam. Oh man, does it ever? Now, boy, ta- and talk boy, to me, baby. Talk boy, to me. did that did that Oregon game? The other you day. couldn't wait to mention it. Oh my god, did that look? Did that not look like the dog shit we saw last year? I'm not I, look. Kenny Dillingham knows way more about football than I'll ever dream about knowing. But <laughs> yeah, I was I was excited to mention that. We talked about it all offseason. The motion, the diversity in the run game, the diversity in the passing game. No, oh, oh we weren't ready. For, we weren't prepared for that look. Um, and, and granted, the personnel is better across the much. board. At Absolutely wide receiver, much, they make sure. plays now. At offensive line. The last the last couple of years, I mean, think about the the on a third and long or a third medium, the amount of pressure that Jordan Travis would be under. They held up wonderful tonight against an all an, an all league defensive line for us for um for LSU. I mean, they really held up well. I, I'm curious to see kind of the advanced numbers uh, as they roll out here later, uh, what it looked like for Florida State. But man, they really held up well. That was incredible. I, I was I was stunned. So, yeah, so the, the game plan itself, I thought it was all about body blows. They were content to run the clock, let that thing, they really want to seem like yeah. they really wanted to shorten the game, throw body blows, counter here, a pitch play there, an end around the deuce span, getting getting their playmakers involved. 
in a variety of ways in the run game than short throws, middle of the field, work the middle of the field. They did to Florida, they did LSU what teams have been doing to Florida State the last couple of years. You're absolutely they, correct. That's a great point. They attack them freaking linebackers because those linebackers for LSU, they are not good. They are an absolute liability for them. And Florida State took advantage of it. Um, maybe because they've been seeing it the last couple of years when they face their own defensive practice. They work the middle of the field, something that they said Jordan Travis couldn't do, and damn it, the man didn't go do it. You know who stood out to me like offensively? I thought Cam McDonald had a very solid game. Obviously, there's a, there's a catch he would have wanted back on that seam route up the middle. But they mm-hmm. really, the way that Mike Norvell called the game, he involved so many people on the offense to where he really kept LSU on the back of their heels. Like he, Deuce Span, Malik McLean, Johnny Wilson, Micah Pittman, a couple of really, really great catches. Ontario Wilson, dude, pokey. That touchdown catch and some other stuff he did, fantastic. Cam McDonald, all the running backs. Treshawn, I'd love Treshawn Ward, dude. He's mm-hmm. going to end up end up being one of my favorite players that's ever played at this university by the time he's done. I just love the way he's played. I agree. But all of those names he mentioned, nobody really dominated the game from an offensive perspective, but it's going to piss you off a little bit, Adam, so I apologize. But very Mike Leachian. <laughs> as far as like a balance of yeah, yeah. all the different people that touch the ball, as far as like, that's his philosophy of balance attacking you from many different angles, man. He had LSU on their heels. And I think what it, it was 24, 23, right? Like that. I mean, that, that should have been 34 to 38 points for Florida state. And I don't, I don't really think as far as like questionable play calls, like going for it when you're down in the red zone, I, I the only thing that really like may have been a head scratcher was the the toss, the toss dive, or with the toss off tackle on the goal line at the end. Yeah. Yeah. And I I could be swayed either way, man. I thought Mike and Alex called a fantastic game. Mm-hmm. Alex got his five guys ready, which included a new starting right tackle and a mm-hmm. center who hadn't seen game action yet. And they strung and Florida State's it's it's so it's a bizarre world deal because Florida State's bread and butter the past couple of years has been they're inconsistent, the havoc rate's huge, they get all of their normal down plays disrupted, and they live and die by the vertical play, the explosive play. And it wasn't that way tonight. Nah. So when they get the red zone dialed in, when they start dialing up some more explosive plays against some teams with some lesser athletes in the backfield against a conference that looked like a wet shark in week one. (laughs) I'm really interested, man. I hope LSU ends up being a good team because I've got my eyes open on like the Louisville game. uh, All of the other ones that are on that schedule, man, like Boston college, like there's a couple games that we had 50, 50 in our win shares that now Florida state looks like the better team. Yeah. It's interesting. I mean, I, I watched that Louisville game really close, and I don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves. We've got two weeks. We've got two weeks till we play Louisville. But that cars. But damn, they didn't look very good. No, um, they look like so a, you're sitting two and zero. Disgusting. Potential to be three and zero. Look, this is a big test for this team. They haven't won a game like this. Yes, they beat Miami. Yes, they beat UNC. This was an all 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 the marbles kind of game, though. Um, this was an all in kind of game. You spent all offseason preparing for this game. You were not preparing for Duquesne. You were preparing for LSU. You came out and won it. Um, 
with some adversity, which is good. So hopefully, you know, you're going to have teachable moments. How do they respond to winning? Haven't had a lot of success, uh, or, you know, these last couple of years. I really, I really was impressed with they, they struggled to finish drives in the first half. They came out and finished drives in the second half until that stinking toss play and the, and the fumble. Um, Dude, that, that drive after LSU scored after the penalties – they smothered him with a pillow, dude. Yeah. That environment was rocking. Yeah. And even even when LSU scored the touchdown to make it 23 to 24, the wherewithal of Shaheen Brown and the special mm-hmm. teams to think this next play could win me the game as opposed to packing it in and thinking about overtime. Jesus Christ, man. Like that's a winning team. Like yeah. that, that's a winning team full of athletes that have different mindsets that are so diametrically opposed to yeah. what we've seen the past three or four years that w- the culture is instilled now, man. The culture is 100% instilled. Now we just see how far we can ride it out with the type of athletes that we have. I mean, you sit and you think about every buzzword that Mike Norvell uses. God, Fans. he uses a lot too. Well, he man. does. He does. They hit them all tonight, though. He did, and they they, they finished the game. They responded after that touchdown. They responded throughout the game. They finished drives in the second half when they needed to. I mean, they really all the buzzwords you want to talk about culture. You really got a glimpse of it tonight, in my opinion. Um, and it's good. To, it's a good feeling, right? It's a good I, feeling to know. Oh my god, you want to talk about a good feeling? <laughs> all right. I, there's a lot of lot of talk about the DJ Lundy touchdown. Freaking <sighs> love that. Oh man, Dude, everybody knows. Next to Jamie Robinson, DJ Lundy is my favorite player on this football team. I love that kid. I love what he does. Um, That was incredible. That was beautiful. I cannot believe that Mike had the cojones to call that freaking play right there. That's a great segue. Let's let's talk about balls because I feel like Adam Fuller, Mike Norvell, they were calling plays at Florida State like they used to call it 2019 Memphis. Like this was the staff and this was the mindset and this was the schematic diversity. And this was the play calling mindset that Florida state fans, this is what we hired in Mm -hmm. 2019. Yeah. And boys, it took a long arduous trek to get there, but it feels like we're finally here. Troy, I agree with you. Go Knowles. I could use a couple more exclamation points. (laughs) It, It, it feels like when this the, the team that was hired with the mindset of like this is what I think Florida State could look like under like high level Mike Norvell coaching and recruiting like we're here now I don't want to extrapolate it too far because we don't know how good LSU as is in totality mm-hmm. but from the eye test man that's a highly athletic team. And it's a well-coached team. I'll make fun of tomato face as much as I can. (laughs) Brian Kelly, the last true Cajun, Brian Kelly, copyright trademark, registered trademark. (laughs) But my God, he's he's a good coach and he had him ready to play. And I thought they got beat pretty soundly throughout the game. Like Florida state was the better team overall, every single phase. Funk, what the hell are you talking about, man? For, for those listening to the pod version, Funk, Funk's on one the night. He's a LSU he's beat a, themselves. Well, he's he, a long, longtime listener, longtime supporter of X's and Knowles. And, and uh, you know, that that's fair. Stuff. If you, if you overrate the two muff punts, that's, that's fair, I guess. But if you take those two muff punts out of the equation, 
how many points did Florida State get off those two muff punts? Right. Like zero, right? Because we went for the touchdown and we didn't score, and then we had the fumble. Well, it, it's a good point, but again, I go back to and I'm tr- I tried to get away from the negative train earlier. I go back to a Micah Pittman drop in the end zone. I go back to a Johnny Wilson drop in the end zone and a missed field goal. So yeah, it was, it was a miscue for miscue. It was actually pretty much even. Where as far as like substantial miscues, like points off the board type miscues, you could yeah. argue that Florida State was even with LSU, or our miscues were even worse. That that so Kesna Kesna shared in the uh, in the chat. We had a fifty four point two percent success rate on passing downs. That that's been unheard of around here for a long, long time. Um, we haven't what's, seen what's, that. What's the average nationally, and what were we no, like hovering or at last year? No clue. Maybe Kesta can pull that real quick. Kesta, um, I'm not. I'm not spending a lot of time pulling stats right now. We're gonna. We're gonna do all that for the. Uh, we'll pull do all that tab on this the, beer uh, for for the film review. But I do appreciate Kesta sharing that. Um, I, I do want to remind everybody: make sure you hit the like button, please. There's 603 people in here. All right, I'm about 603, you beautiful, you beautiful sons of guns. Adam, so I think like we're, what, 33 minutes in. Is there anything we haven't covered yet? Like, what what do you think, man? Where does Florida State go from here? I mean, obviously, we're all enthralled with the performance because it, it wasn't, it wasn't a fool's gold type of performance, right? It was a complete team performance where actually the score, I don't think, accurately reflected the amount with which you are better than the other team. I agree. Um, all right. So Ryan Johnson asks, can you please explain why scooping up the muff punt wasn't a touchdown? You cannot advance a muff punt. Right. Exactly. Um, so that's just a rule. I don't know if it's a good one or not. I'm not sure. I hate, I hate officials in general. So sucks gonna, tonight. Don't like I'm it gonna tonight, lean, boys. I'm going to lean that. That was pretty stupid. Um, yeah. So where do they go from here? Uh, They've obviously got stuff to clean up. Um, you know, uh, catching the football, we've talked about that. Uh, defensively, I do think that they need to continue to tighten up. Why doesn't Norvell run motion? I'm sorry. I'm seeing some of these questions in the chat. No, good. Uh, we should probably get – you want to get to him after, like, our yeah. kind of final thoughts? Yeah. So, where do they go? I mean, they just got to keep focusing on them, right? I mean, that's been their thing you know, from day one, they've got to just continue to clean up their mistakes. Um, I think that you got to, you know, they're going to use so many buzzwords, control the controllables, uh, focus on us one play at a time, one game at a time, 1% better, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. But in reality, it's the truth, right? I mean, they've got to show up though. I'm, I would guess because they've got the bye week. They're probably going to give them off tomorrow. Maybe they'll have, maybe they'll have, uh, they, so they're probably going to get back into town tomorrow. Yeah, give so them a wheelbarrow Monday. full of beignets. All the Monday, beignets. Yeah, Monday will probably be a rehab day. Tuesday they'll probably give them off. Wednesday I don't know the I don't know the schedule, but I'm just guessing Wednesday will probably be their first day back at it. That first day back, you go out and you correct what you what your mistakes were. Um, I agree, and, and that's that's what I think is next. Really, you've got a two and zero football team. One that I thought. I don't want to say they handled LSU because they didn't handle them. No, I thought they played well enough. I thought they played well enough to have won by more than one point and to not be in that situation at the end of the game. That's something they got to go clean up, right? Um, those are things that they've they've got to continue to work on finishing, continue to work on responding. Um, those are the areas that they can continue to get better. 
over the course of the rest of the season as they continue to build out their identity. I'm saying the word continue a lot here. That's okay. Continue um, on. <laughs> the, that's the stuff they've got to do, though. If they're gonna, if they're gonna get to six, seven, if they're gonna. Hell, what, I'm oh, six, look at you, dude! Eight, you can they're gonna get seven, eight, bitch. nine <laughs> wins at this point. Those are the things they've got to clean up. I, you know, I'm fit. with you. D- yeah. To me, like what what it is, it's like it's film review. Don't treat yeah. this game like the UNC win in 2020. Don't start popping yeah. cigars. Like don't like freak out. Look at the film. You won. I thought more soundly than the score. It was not a beatdown, but look at the film, clean up the execution and treat this as a game. Like, of course we're going to win it. Like we executed better than them and we have comparable athletes. We're going to win. And guess what? Next week we're going to win. And next week we're going to win. Get it to more of like a business-like mentality, get a systemic Mm -hmm. approach, get everything systematic, get everything dialed in. Every single win that you have isn't like the biggest thing in the entire world now, because like it or not, you are the Florida State University Seminoles, right? Like you are expected to win most of the football games you play with all of the money and the athletes that are injected into the program. Now maybe you can start shifting the mindset from, hey, we're the little guy, the rebuilding team, to now you're you're Florida State. Let's get this thing rolling like it should be. So yeah, I'm with you, man. Treat it very businesslike. You've got a lot of days to prepare for – a Louisville team that at least it, at least it looks like from there for I love you too, Funk. What's up, man? For the audio people, Funk said he loved me. I love him too. Um, <laughs> you got a Louisville team that doesn't look as tough on paper, but you've also got a Florida State team that is n- notoriously atrocious at dealing with mm-hmm. success. So this is a good test as well. Maybe they're not as good as you thought, but yeah. No, I, I agree with you. I think that that right. a lot of people are asking about um, Hakeem Williams for those. He looked like he was chilling, man. He looked like he had a good fit, like he had a good yeah, time. I, Is there more I, I than that? Having, I think he's having a good time. I think he's having a good time. I think going out, A, you showed that you can make plays through the air in a passing game. That had to go a long way uh, for that yeah. recruitment. And it's it's perfect. It was actually a perfect performance in the passing game for a recruit yeah. like Hakeem Williams. Because there were, we made some plays, but we missed some plays where it's like you can jab him in the ribs with a stick and be like, if you were there, touchdown. If right. you were there, touchdown. We did enough to win because the coaches and the relationships and the FSU and the old blooded and the unconquered so good. But if you're there, we beat LSU by 20, right? Yeah. So it was actually kind of the perfect game from like a wide receiver recruiting perspective. So I let's it's an instant reaction. So we don't want to like blather on and on and mm-hmm. on. Like, do we want to do like a little rapid fire round from like, I can't see any of the YouTube comments. Do we want to hit some of those or we hit should them? Be, all? They should be up for us on. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm trying to click on them as we go here. So yeah, we're going to take, we're going to go about maybe another 10 minutes and give the it to us 10 more right, minutes. So give Jonah, it to us. Jonah Griffith asks any rationale from a coaching perspective on throwing a deep ball in third and four, when you've been so efficient on third down running short routes, didn't, didn't make sense in the first half. Um, Every every route for or every concept for the most part is going to have something that hits deep. Right, uh, you've got to trust Jordan to take the right throw. Um, they were they were pressed a lot. They had one on ones down the field. They took them. Uh, you, you're trusting your playmakers to go make a play. Does it make sense all the time? No. You know, I think sometimes you want to see Jordan take the under concepts, but if it's there and he hits it, I mean. It just kind of is what it is. That, that's that's football. That, so that 
that's the rationale. Uh, as far know. as the rationale, it's hard to tell without, and we'll, we'll know a little bit better watching the yeah. film. Was that a primary read? Was right. that like, was that a call deep shot or did Jordan see an opening? So we'll, right. we'd have to take a look at that, but I'm with you pretty much every single like route combination. There is one that goes deep and Jordan Travis is your leader, whether it was called or whether it was something that he saw that was an opening. I mean, we'll evaluate it in the film, but yeah, yeah, not we're, really, we're man. Like n- not really, and it wasn't one of those like situations from last year where we thought we were being too greedy, hitting the vertical stuff too much, or trying to go mm-hmm. for it. Like I didn't see that as a problem with this game at all. I thought throws were there when they did throw them deep. Yeah, just missed a couple. Um, J Rod thirty one asks, "Is this the offense that Norvell has been wanting to run since he got here?" Or are there still some limitations? Yeah, I think there's still some limitations, but they're a lot closer to the version of what he wants to be than they were even a year ago. So, yeah, they, they want to be able to they want to be able to, to be multiple in the passing game. You know, throw short stuff. They want to be able to work RPOs. They want to be able to run the football. Um, yeah, this is this is a lot closer to Memphis than what we've seen the last over the last couple seasons. To, uh, yeah, to simplify that, they can do everything they want to do. They just yeah. can't execute it um, as much as they would like, I think, like with the Florida State caliber of athlete. Like, it's not fully there yet. But they can do everything they want to do now, I think, from that Memphis playbook. Uh, Funk asks, I missed the first five-ish minutes. Did you share your overall assessment tonight of the O-line? Yeah, I thought they were really good. Um, not great in the run game, but good enough. Uh, I'm curious to see some of the numbers. They didn't give up a ton of negatives, though. I thought they held up pretty well in pass pro, especially in, in standard passing down. So I'm curious to look at the numbers a little bit closer. But overall, I thought getting Marie Smith back was was big. I thought he played really well. Jazz turn team continues to impress me. I mean, think about that late pickup. Um, there's a young man who stepped in. And Didn't ben, even think – a lot of people didn't think we should give him a scholarship, right? Yeah, he he's, he's playing pretty well for you right now. So hats off to him. I hope he continues. Um, but yeah. Overall offensive line, nice, 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 good, solid night from them. Did Love it get hurt? Uh, asked by Keith Quas. I'm gonna was that at the end? Like, I feel yeah, like it looked like he maybe dinged his ankle a little bit at the end, but he's got but he got up and started like jawing at the coaches and stuff for even thinking about taking him out, right? Yeah, I don't know, it was it was awkward. Uh, yeah. somebody's asked Brian Avery's asking about Rod Kearney. No, I don't think there's anything to freak out about. Rod <laughs> I mean, I. If you want to think about recruiting now, I 100% get it. Yeah. But man, there's post visit highs and there's post game highs and all that stuff, like every other thing, is tamped down, especially after you beat LSU in Louisiana. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what Just about enjoy kicking it, the field guys? Goal? What about kicking the field going fourth down versus going for it? Uh, it's all about situational stuff. Um, Mike in general, I think is pretty good at his fourth down decisions. Yeah. Even I like his game, like probability, like yeah. theory stuff. He, it, some uh, folks, some folks would argue that with me. I've heard a lot of banter out there that they think Mike's really bad at fourth down math. I think he does. No, I don't. I don't know, man. Maybe, maybe you and I as two learned gentlemen are more aggressive <laughs> than like the general pop, but I usually like it, man. I never see yeah. a time where, and maybe I'm too, maybe I'm too like, damage from like the Jimbo, like the mm-hmm. punting and like the fourth down math from there. Obviously he's he's an elite coach, but no, I there's very few game strategic decisions where I like I leave scratching my head as to what Mike Norvell's doing. Yeah. Same applies tonight. Surprised that JT did run more than he did asked by Keith or 
I guess more of a statement by Keith Gordon, or he's asking mm. if no. I, I thought know. Jordan did. I thought Jordan did what he needed to do. He played the pocket really well. He managed that pocket really well. Um, he took the opportunities to to keep ahead of the chains when they were there. They um, took a lot of that away too, didn't they, Adam? You mentioned that they had the an chat. overhang. Yeah, they had an overhang yeah. up in the box. What do you mean I by think. an overhang? Uh, I wish I had the chalkboard. That's okay. Just use your beautiful voice. They had, four, they had four down, four down guys, or four man, a four man surface on the front. Three down guys. One Ojolari was standing up. Um, they had two backers, and they had a safety up in the box, or, or, or I don't know. It, it might have been an extra. Might have been an extra backer. I couldn't always tell, but they had an extra guy up in the box who was an overhang that was playing Jordan. Um, take some of that read stuff away. Why not? I've, I've seen a couple of people say this, so and I'm going to say creating the future with Brent Simpson. I don't even know, but um, why not kick the field goal after the muff punt? Got to take the points. I mean, was the like first half. Yeah, I don't. I'm not, I'm not I, sure. I don't know, dude. That's that's where you start to get into like those things where the the benefit of getting the extra points versus like the cost of giving LSU that field position with such time left in the half. Um, I'd have to see the numbers on that, but it didn't bother me at the time. I really like I liked him going for it, man. Like you don't know what the second half is going to be like. I I don't right. know. I, I'd have to see the numbers, but once again, I'm yeah. I'm more of a fan of the aggressive like play calling and like game strategy style that Norvell has. So agreed. Yeah. Um. So yeah, always got to show love to Gator Kirk when he shows up. Um. Oh, good oh hello, good, Gator Kirk. Hello. Good win in spite of coach decisions. Go Knowles. What's up, Coach AB? What's up? What is up, Gator Kirk? Uh. Casey Finnan, what do y'all think of the penalties? Seem to be the only thing keeping LSU in the game in the first three quarters. On that scoring drive, it was for sure. Yeah, I, I thought I thought some of the some of the calls were a little suspect. Um, you know what? Okay, that, that's a good point. Um, as far as like penalties, they were like penalties of aggression, and they were penalties of like negligible aggression mm-hmm. by the refs that they called. Right, like you hit the cornerback on like a corner blitz on the boundary. Like yeah. that guy's always going to hit the quarterback, whether it's 0.3 or 0.6 seconds later. Like I thought that was pretty, I thought that was pretty lame. Um, I didn't mind really any of the penalties at all. I can't think of like a penalty that just like I slapped my forehead with my palm. I was like, Oh, here we go. FSU again. Like they were all, they were all penalties within the flow of the game, right? Like penalties that you yeah. can live with because it's guys flying around the field. Am I right or am I wrong? No, I, I thought you were right. Why Why are there Miami fans thirsting for Florida State in here right now? Oh, no, you guys just beat Bethune. What a great <laughs> week. That's fantastic. <laughs> very cool. Very awesome. Like, just go to sleep, dude. Enjoy your Labor Day, you nerds. Well, on that note, Trey, take us out of here, man. It is 12-18 here on the East Coast. Maybe eleven eighteen where you're at, I would guess. We've been all yeah, just an hour minutes. difference. That's how that's how time zones work. Yeah, I Listen, I will works. take it away from your brain is frazzled because you have just <laughs> had a is, so you've crazy. had a wonderful time. Florida State has beaten Louisiana State. The state of Louisiana is ours. We are Lewis and Clark. We have explored and turned over every rock in your garbage state. Mm-hmm. And now it belongs to us. Knowles 24-7 instant reaction listeners. Florida State has just beaten the Louisiana State Tigers 24 to 23. The instant reaction's over. There will be plenty of more nuanced and probably less beer infused reaction that you've listened to right now. But until then, 
to you all, to Florida State Nation, to my Knowles 24-7 family. I am Trey Rowland. That was Coach Adam Brown. You have been instantly reacted to. <laughs> Continue to keep chopping on, and I love you. And my God, the Knowles are 2-0. and Sucks to be you, college game day. You got to keep talking about us, and you'll no. never stop. You'll never stop the chop. <laughs> chop, 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 chop. <laughs>